0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game. They love for the team. They love this is another Dolphins, Dolphins podcast. podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh house. So the Dolphins
1: we're kind of in a weird situation last year, right? Where you had Tyree kill uh, an absolute volume monster. And then you had Jalen Waddle right there too. Um, but Josh, I was a little surprised to see how they struggled to get someone like Braxton Berrios involved. They struggled to get, uh, they struggled to have a tight end. We'll just say that they targeted the tight ends. I think 54 times throughout the entire year. Uh, Durham Smythe, I think had 46 of those Julian Hill, maybe like nine of those times. Um, and, the entire impression we have about this Dolphins offense is they need another weapon. They need another weapon. Keep helping out Tua with getting him more weapons. But I mean, Josh, I mean, think back to the last two years. And I go back to that Baltimore Ravens game two years ago, right at week three, that that excellent week two, sorry. One of the two. Um, And it was just kind of sitting here and all like, wow, like Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle combined for 23 receptions on like 27 targets how can this efficiency continue how can this volume stay so pat considering that and considering how i don't want to say unlikely and tua can do it he's done it but considering how this offense doesn't really shift into a third gear with that third player do you think that a wide receiver would be that best option to improve this miami dolphins offense like that is what they need is that big body because it sounds like a lot of fun to say but Is there any proof in that pudding?
0: Yeah, I don't know that there is. And, I mean, it definitely sounds fun to say. I think we all kind of suggested that Mike Gesicki could be that big-bodied slot wide receiver when he was here. You know, right? Cedric Wilson's a little taller than some of these other guys. And, uh, I mean, I think I've written down 296 yards, three touchdowns this season. So, I mean, when you have him only – less than 300 yards barrios 238 yards and a touchdown i mean um you definitely need someone to step up so i can sit here and say that the next gear could be bringing in a, a big body tight end you know like that a Dalton kincaid or something like that or bringing in a i got like brian thomas but um as i think you want to talk about jake there's some uh players on this roster that we could definitely be targeting more in the passing game and could open things up with that speed that they
1: have so that's that's kind of where i'm sitting because i mean Miami targeted tight ends. I pulled up my notes here 52 times last year. The Broncos were second to last at 62 times. Uh, something that I thought was pretty surprising is that uh, Miami's offense actually targeted running backs the fifth most among all teams last year. That's with Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle being your guys. So the dolphins were looking for answers. Uh, something that I thought was super interesting. Devon Achane was targeted 3.4 times per game. When he got going, I think there was that game at the Titans game. He was targeted 10 times. I'm curious to think if maybe Miami's final gear here could be that running back position. The one thing we continue to preach, but not practice is the idea that the dolphins have zero money to work with. No monies, no monies to work with this off season. They're going to need to find these solutions elsewhere. We can't pay Cedric Wilson another $7 million to do nothing. I don't know if they can pay Braxton Berrios another six mil to have one reception a game to get hit stick. to do three backflips in the air and still get the first down, but that's not a smart way of using money. I I wonder if you look at a situation where Alvin Camaro last year was targeted an insane 6.6 times per game last year, targeted 14 twice, which helped my fantasy team quite a bit. I'm not saying they have to go that crazy with HN. You have an absolute stud one A and one B and Hill and Waddle unless you trade waddle, but what about averaging four targets a game to Devon Achan? I think that might be a solid, you know, third option for this offense. There were 15 running backs last year that averaged four targets a game. Uh, McCaffrey, Eckler, obviously uh, Brees Hall, but I mean, even guys like Rashad white, Ramondre Stevenson had four targets per game. So as we get closer to the, um, you know, free agency in the draft, what are your thoughts on maybe kind of leaning into this running back group? Because, one number that sticks out to me and kind of pops out of my eyes, Raheem Mostert was targeted just about two times per game last year. Early in the year, we saw him have some really strong moves on some just dump-off passes against the Broncos, situations like that. But by the end of the year, man, he wasn't doing a lot in the passing game whatsoever, which kind of came to a surprise for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you were saying 1A, 1B with Waddle and uh hell, the first thing I thought you were talking about was our running back unit, right? Because that's kind of what we have with Devon Achan and Raheem Mostert. I I was really surprised when you said the fifth most uh, targets among wide receivers in the NFL, because that's a that's running a backs. little bit... Running backs, yeah, sorry. But um, for me, I think you lean on HN more. I mean, 27 to 37 targets, 197 yards, three touchdowns. Again, that three touchdowns was just as much as... Uh, Cedric Wilson had in the passing game, same as Raheem Mostert. My question is, how is he divvying up these touches, right? Because well, late in the season, Jeff Wilson seemed to be that guy that was always getting the path, the the targets in the passing game. And that, to me, I would much rather see go to an A-chan or a Mostert and things like that. And another guy we got throughout there, Alec Ingold. I mean, that's the guy that we talked about time and time again, how he needs to get more involved. I think he's technically – a running back, right? Can we not talk about him in this 13 to 16 targets, 119 yards? I mean, you're looking at these guys, they could have more production than that. They have that speed, the explosiveness um, and the willingness. So I do think you rely on these running backs a lot more, but um they definitely need to bring in a tight end. I mean, we thought that that was the, the cheat code for a Mike McDaniel offense. And It turns out he's just like, eh, whatever. We don't need a, we need Durham Smythe and that's all we need. A Julian Hill, right? Julian Hill looks solid. So um, yeah, man, I think we lean on these running backs a lot more in the passing game and um, hopefully, they can use that speed to open things up for the other guys because that's going to be the way for the Dolphins
1: to take this thing to the next level. Devon H. averaged uh 3.4 targets per game, Raheem Mostert at 2.1 targets per game. There's someone that I actually completely forgot actually played a decently big role in the, the receiving game. Do you have any guesses Ac- here? Their name,
0: yes, Salvin. I do have
1: 2.6 targets a game. I cannot believe, like, we spent so long talking about euh, this guy's not really going to make the roster, but man, like. Raheem Mostert wasn't really involved in the passing game. Jeff Wilson wasn't involved in the passing game. How did have we completely forgotten that Salvan Ahmed? Bless his heart, he he's really worked his ass off to be in the NFL. Undrafted guy, he doesn't have all the all the skills, but I mean, he was a pretty solid part of this offense. And I mean, he had some pretty big runs on the outside. Kind of reminded me like what Justice Hill was doing with the Dolphins as a member of the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Yeah, I was looking up these numbers, and I honestly forgot about Sal Ahmed as well. I think he might be a free agent this year. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully he's a guy that you'd like to have back, right, on a cheap, cheap deal to just oh, yeah. be, like like you mentioned, a pass catcher, 16-23 targets, 88 yards, a touchdown. I mean, he did make some plays last season. So, Moster, yeah, I was definitely you know? definitely
1: surprised by him. Yeah, so, dude, <laughs> did you say a tackle and most Yeah, I wanted to call him Moster 1.5 to stick with the joke, but I don't know if that, but just kind of someone who's going to stick around. He fits with the system so well. The Dolphins can't really play around. And I don't even know if you can like with a smile on your face draft, even like a running back in the sixth or seventh round, just because of how limited this team is with having the fewest players on the, uh, on the books for the 2024 season at the moment. You have Jeff Wilson under contract. That's going to be a tough one. You have Raheem Mostert under contract. The guy just led the league in touchdowns. I don't think that contract's being touched whatsoever. He might probably should ask for more money. Very tough being a running back. Um, and then you got Devon Achan on that rookie deal. Bringing in someone like Savon Ahmed on that cheap, cheap might be the best option. And then you have a couple guys, Ahmed and Achan, where you can kind of work in and out as that number three option i'm not saying that h can be or even Ahmed can be in a consistent number three option but just having that role in place where if somebody gets hurt if an opportunity rises it's not like oh god what are we going to do and then we're going to have we're just going to pray that cedric wilson throws or runs the way that two is throwing the ball so dolphins twitter doesn't start world war three outside of that we might be doomed
0: yeah. And I got, we got to throw Chris Brooks name out there, right? Isn't he still, I think yeah, he's still, still part of this. It. I know he didn't really do much in the past game and things like that, but he is a guy that, you know, we were pretty hyped about as an undrafted free agent, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued right now. It's Cause I know a lot of people were sitting there comparing Devon H and some of his skill set and how Tyree kill was a running back in college, right. Made the switch to receiver. And I'm just picturing Devon H and, you know, motion out into the slot. You maybe never, he most are doing that little, uh, you know, the one where he goes to the sideline to draw the linebacker out. And it's just, Calls in nightmares for the defense, so I, I hope they lean into that because I do think Devon Achane getting more touches, even Raheem Mostert, I, I think that would be good because, like you said, we don't need to rely on Cedric Wilson any more than we already have.
1: Yeah, this just kind of boils back to I I don't buy that the the whole idea that the Dolphins need another offensive weapon. I, I buy that they need a lot of offensive linemen that can make everything work a little better, where you can't just kind of lean into your. Uh, Uh, three party tricks. How many times can you make the dollar flip upside down uh, without the entire defense, knowing what you're doing. And that's kind of what happened to the team this year. Um, that's why, man, I I don't know if it's the the big body. If the Dolphins would be happy to spend that first round pick on someone like uh, Brian Thomas Jr. If you could kind of load up in the trenches, get like a center and then be a maniac and maybe someone on the edge if in the second or if you want to move back up, that seems like the quickest, most effective way to kind of build this team forward. And two, man, if the Dolphins give two of that contract, it's going to get expensive. If you're going to give Jalen Waddle the contract, it's going to get expensive. This has only been one year adding another wide receiver doesn't really fit that kind of rhythm that pace. The dolphins are trying to build where if Tua's is making 50, $60 million against the salary cap, you're not going to have money to bring in massively paid wide receivers because he's going to have to carry more of the workload. Cough, cough, look at what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Disclaimer. I'm not comparing the two.
0: No, we uh, we did compare a lot of Dolphins Twitter was compared to though a, lot, a little bit ago, right? It just seems like last year we were all our, sitting our,
1: our here most to- viewed show is titled. It just took one week for patch or two to match Patch Mahomes and MVP odds
0: oh man that's that's amazing I love it absolutely love it yeah I I don't know where they go from here Jake and I honestly I like what you said how you don't know that they necessarily need another offensive player because I think it was a few pods ago when we were with Merrick he said something about bringing in another weapon for two and I just kind of almost scoffed at the idea because the guy is Jalen Waddle and he has Tyree Kill I mean what more do you truly need to take it to the next level I mean we're talking about Patrick Mahomes a face, and we know what type of, of weapons he's executed with so um whatever it is man they got to figure it out i feel like our window is slowly starting to close and i just feel like that sunken you know defeat and that desperate desperation just starting to sink in so um dude we got a long way though before the season starts and i'm just glad to be able to sit here and talk about the golfing